The markets are up, the markets are down, the markets are insane. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. What to make of it? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning, coronavirus sending everything into a tailspin, or at least is being blamed for the market tailspin. Charles Payne is the host of Making Money on Fox Business. You can also get his book, Unstoppable Prosperity, at the website, unstoppableprosperity.com. The book is uh, free. He joins us right now, C.V. Payne, P-A-Y-N-E, uh, on the drivehubler.com hotline. Uh, Charles Payne, good to have you with us. Um, talk to me about the fluctuations that we have seen. Is this all coronavirus-related in a way of affecting supply chains, or is this utilizing coronavirus as a way of cover to, hey, now is the time to engage that correction we all know has been coming and just needed an excuse to do it? I think B, more so than A, in part because remember the first part of the selling uh, was attributed to concerns about the supply chain, and they're still out there, make no mistake. However, China has come back online much quicker than anyone thought. When no, that was the argument, you know, their their pollution levels are up. The Apple stores are open. Starbucks are open. Uh, DHL says they're seeing activity. Morgan Stanley says they're seeing activity. So it's not just you know government propaganda. They really are coming back online, uh, and, and literally tens, maybe hundreds of millions of migrant workers are actually moving around. So uh, that part of the argument. Uh, and, and while the supply chain issue doesn't get resolved overnight, I think uh, was it wasn't working. Remember, the market went up over the Dow was up over a thousand points when the coronavirus stuff started initially, right? So, and even when it got weaker, you know, I think it's some of the unknowns of this. Now, you can argue maybe ten percent of the pullback, but I think the last ten percent, you know, or well, let's say fifteen percent could have been because. We had just come so far over uh, such a long period of time, the longest bull market in the history. Uh, but I think the last half of this selling has been a combination uh, of, you know, sort of selling begets selling, panic, uh, just hysteria. Almost every single stock I looked at yesterday uh, that was sold maybe 150 percent, 200 percent in their daily normal volume, but no news, you know, just companies with amazing balance sheets, great businesses, even the coronavirus stocks, you know, the stocks that were supposed to do well, like a Clorox, got hammered yesterday. So everything got waxed yesterday. And I, and, I, and that's part, I don't think there's such a thing like in the old days, one climactic session and we turn around. I believe it's part of a series of pattern. And, but I think we're getting close to the point where you know, if you weren't scared enough to sell yesterday, then you just ain't going to get scared. So now that's an interesting point, right? Where is the bottom of this thing? Talking to Charles Payne, Fox Business, making money 2 p.m. Monday through Friday on Fox Business and the book Unstoppable Prosperity, unstoppableprosperity.com. The idea of a bottom, Charles, the idea of people saying, my gosh, there's no end in sight. And certainly there are some people who want this to be the case. But this is really a, a question of where are the fundamentals of the U.S. economy? Are they still as strong as they were? And you talk about China coming back online it got announced yesterday that the starbucks are back open uh all throughout china so where are the fundamentals of this market and where do you see the concept if at all of a bottom 
Well, I think we're in the midst of a bottoming process, and um, you know, this is where you you don't try to pinpoint the exact bottom, but I think we're we're certainly in the midst of it. We're oversold. The fundamentals. Well, no, we're not going to be as strong as we were in January and February, but we were a juggernaut. And it depends on how shallow this is. You know, look at look at some of these businesses and that are saying, okay, work from home, we're going to postpone. Because one thing I wrote about over the weekend, this past weekend, to my subscribers, is there's a difference between postpone and cancel. A lot of these things, as much as possible, they're going to try to get back up at some point, whether it's the NBA season or Coachella. Uh, so I, I, I think we could have one miserable quarter, uh, which will be the second quarter. I don't know what's going to happen with the first quarter because the first two months are so strong. And I think as we're bottoming out economically uh, from an economy point of view, uh, I, I think the stock market will start to sense that long before it actually happens. So if you're waiting for the coast to be clear in the economy, you probably look around and say, golly, I missed a pretty good snapback rally. And that's why it's a process. You have to be a part of that process, which means you start to phase in. You don't go nuts. If I had 50 grand, I'd put maybe five grand to work today, that kind of thing. So now if you go to, to your website, which is W Street, uh, if you wanted to get uh, Charles a newsletter, W Street, S-T-R-E-E-T uh, dot com, you talk about being in bear market territory, meaning we're 20% down uh, from where we were. But people make money in bear markets, but your, your piece there is about the need for more leadership. So how do you make money in a bear market and what leadership are you referring to? Well, I, I, I mean leadership with respect to what's happening in Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, it's just it's the politicalization of this is so embarrassing. The deliberate the deliberate uh, attempts or efforts to make this worse is, is, I think, even criminal, to be quite frank with you. And and, uh, and having said that, today is going to be a big day. We'll see if, if they can put something together where, the, where Republicans and Democrats must work together. You know, they were toying around the idea of going on recess. Can you imagine? Could you imagine if they go on recess, if they take a vacation in the middle of this? <laughs> I mean, It would let you know how for, unserious it all is. Uh, people are looking for small business relief because it's not the coronavirus. It's what we're doing to stop the spread of it. We are shutting down as a nation. As a nation, we are shutting it down. That means the most vulnerable companies are going to get hurt. Those are small businesses. Those are people in the gig economy. Uh, these are folks with uh, less, the, the least amount of health insurance or none. Uh, you know, it, it, there's a lot that's got to be done. And I find it amazing for a group of people that ran up $23 trillion in debt that now they want to be fiscally responsible. And we know that's just a joke. We know what the real deal here is is that they're trying to play gamesmanship, and they just don't have the time. The window is, is, the window is closing quickly. So leadership. So that's one. Of, that's what I mean by leadership. And I got to tell you, Tony, uh, Christine Lagarde is probably the most powerful woman in the world. She's in, in the IMF. Of well, now she's in charge of the ECB. She oh, was in mistake. charge of the IMF, and now she's in charge of the European Central Bank. By the way, not a banker, not an economist, but she's that powerful. And she was given this job because she's got so much, so much cachet, if you will, with prime ministers and presidents around the world. She can take, she can make them do things with fiscal policy that she can't do with monetary policy. In other words, you know, these central banks can create money, but to really get an instant, instant move like where you can write a check to someone, that's got to come from fiscal policy. 
She ripped him a new one yesterday. It was great. And I'm not a Christine Lagarde fan. I watched her press conference on the Internet. She was magnificent. She took him to task. So we'll see what kind of leadership we get. Not the bickering, not the finger-pointing, you know, not the name-calling, but legitimate leadership at, at, a, at a time of crisis. But overall, and, and, and you... How do you make money in a bear market? You know, listen, right. you, can, you can be short, you can buy puts, but I got to tell you something. I had a list of 400 names, 350 names coming into the week that I wanted to maybe short for a trade. They were all restricted. Every single one, like if, if your listeners went to a website and tried to get those to borrow that stock, they couldn't get it. So it was almost an exercise in futility. There are other gimmicks and ways to do it, uh, but people have to be very, very, very careful. It's not a game for people who aren't paying attention to the market. What I'd rather do is two things for folks. You know, all, as we go down, there's stocks you got to take bite the bullet on. I bit the bullet on General Electric. All right? I bit the bullet on a few other names. I raised additional cash on the way down, and I'm ready to start buying on the way up. That's Charles Payne, Fox Business. Be getting uh, his uh, newsletter, W Street, W-S-T-R-E-E-T dot -E -E com, and the book Unstoppable Prosperity at UnstoppableProsperity.com. Charles, I appreciate you taking the time. Get back to work.